Welcome to the Knox Presbyterian Church Podcast. We hope this is a blessing to you. Let's jump into the sermon. Well, good morning once again. It's good to be back with you guys this week. Dave and I took a lovely week off after Christmas. We even got a couple nights away from our kids. We love them, but we also love going away from them sometimes. And we're able to take last Sunday off uh, together as a family, and we're really grateful for Darren stepping in and leading and the rest of the staff as well. Um, But really great to be back with you today. As Aaron shared, today is Epiphany. It's one of those uh, days on the church calendar. Uh, And it's the day when the church celebrates and kind of commemorates the journey of the wise men. We remember how they saw that special star rise in the sky, and when they followed it, it led them to meet and worship the Christ child. One of the ways that we honor stories in Scripture is by making them a part of our stories today. And that's the purpose of Star Sunday, a much-beloved tradition here at Knox, a tradition in which we, too, receive our own special stars, the purpose of which is to lead us to meet and worship Jesus as well. We're going to talk more about these stars and how they work in a little bit here, but to get us started today, I've got an invitation for you. And the invitation is this. You are invited to listen for, choose to believe, and follow the voice of God. If you don't yet have a New Year's resolution, I might encourage you to make this your resolution for 2023, to listen for, choose to believe, and follow the voice of God. We're going to break that down into some smaller chunks. First invitation is to listen for the voice of God. This begs a couple questions right from the get-go. Questions like, well, really, does God speak? Does God, like the creator and sustainer of the entire universe, does God deign to speak with his lowly creation? Does God speak? And and then if so, how? So that first question, does God speak to us? The answer, at least from scripture, is a resounding yes. As we read through the Bible together, and I hope all of us read through the Bible together this winter, you're going to see it. Every single page from Genesis to Revelation, Scripture tells the story of a creator who longs to be in relationship with his creation. You see, there are story after story after story of God walking with and talking with people. I love how Jesus himself puts it. In John 10, chapter 10, he's speaking with his disciples, and he says this. He says, Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate but climbs in by another way is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. 
They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus goes on to say that he is that good shepherd who takes care of his sheep, who takes care of us. And one of the ways that he takes care of us is by speaking to us, by calling us by name. And the the sheep hear him call and they follow because they know the voice of their shepherd. So a question to consider is, do you know that voice? Do you know the voice of your shepherd? Can you hear him? Can you discern him calling? It doesn't tend to be, at least in my life, it doesn't tend to be an audible sound, but it's more a stirring in the soul, a nudge, a sense of leading or calling that, that comes from somewhere or rather someone outside yourself. That's the shepherd's voice. And you're invited to listen. So, another question then that comes up pretty quick there is, how does God speak to us? Through what methods of communication does God seek to speak to us? And as Christians, there's a couple places we turn when we want to hear an authentic word from God. The first is Scripture. This book One of the names we have for the Bible is we call it the Word of God, and we call it that for a reason. We call it the Word of God because we believe that God speaks to us through it, through the words that are written in this book. And that's one of many, but probably the biggest reason that we are excited about this series that we're entering into next week. We want all of us reading the Bible together because we, we really feel like when we're doing that, when we open these, this book and we read it, God speaks to us. And so Dave already gave the plug, but I'm going to give another one. If you don't have your own Bible, get one. And frankly, if you don't have the money for it, something you're allowed to do is just take a Bible from church. You get to steal a Bible from church. If you want to, just do it, because we want you to have one that much. And throughout this series, bring it with you. Bring it with you to church. Bring a pencil or a pen or a highlighter. Underline it. Circle it. Write notes in the margins. You know grandma's old, like, gilded Bible that no one was allowed to touch? This isn't that. It's meant to be and is indeed God's word to you, so use it. Now, I will give a caveat. How God speaks to us through scripture is a complicated topic that we can't get into fully in this message today, but you're in luck because if you come back next week, that's what the whole sermon's about, how God speaks to us through this book, through scripture. So a little plug to come back next week. But for today, suffice it to say that God can and does speak to us through Scripture. Another way God speaks to us is through each other, through other committed Christ followers in our lives. Proverbs 12, 15 says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he who heeds counsel is wise. None of us, no matter how Smart we are. None of us are able to see the whole picture. We need other people. If we, especially if we want to hear God speak, we need other people listening with us and listening for us. I'll tell you, whenever I have come to one of those points in my life, a major decision that I, I need to make, a place where I need 
discernment of what God wants me to do, one of the first things I do is I go to my people. That handful of trusted mentors and friends who I know, they know Jesus well and they know me well. And so I ask them to to listen with me. And, And while they don't make the decision for me, what they sense and hear from God makes a really big impact on the decision that I do end up making. God speaks to me through them. Now, Scripture and other Christ followers, those are not the only ways that God speaks to us. I I, I know many of us could probably tell of times where we've sensed God speaking to us when we were out in nature, or when you encounter a beautiful piece of music or another awe-inspiring work of art. God certainly speaks to us in a myriad of ways, but I, I will say that even amongst those diverse ways that God speaks, Scripture and Christian community, they kind of act as guardrails. Like whatever you might be hearing from God, possibly in other contexts, it's got to line up with Scripture and line up with the Christ followers in your life. If if they can attest that that's God with you, there's, there's a chance that indeed that is God speaking. You're invited to listen for the voice of God, and you are invited to choose to believe the voice of God. And that leads to another set of important questions. Because if indeed God speaks, then how do we know? Right? Of all the many things that we hear, the information that we take, the the sense of leading that we may feel toward one thing or another, how do we know what's God and what's just me or something weird I ate for lunch? How do we know it's God? So again, entire sermons, plural, could be and probably should be preached on this very topic. So for some of you today, I'm going to be irritatingly brief. But for today, I will say a couple things about how we, quote unquote, know that it's God speaking to us. And the first very important thing to say about that, about that is we don't, quote unquote, know. Right? Like, I'm going to get pretty wary of anybody who comes to me and tells me that they know for certain what God is telling them or me to do, right? Anybody who says they know for certain, I'm going to say, "Mm, I'm not so sure about that because I will tell you in my own life, I have never known for certain that it was God. I've had a sense. I've lined it up against scripture. I've consulted my community but still, it's kind of always a leap. It, it, it's a choice. It's faith saying, okay, I'm going to choose to believe that this is the voice of God. And, and there are some questions you can ask yourself to lead you toward that choice, whether or not it's God. One question to ask if you're not sure if it's God speaking or not is, does what I'm hearing line up with God's plans? Does it line up with God's plans? Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for surely I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm, plans to give you a future with hope. Now, there's a lot we can do with that verse that make us think, oh, God's plan for me is to be happy and healthy and everything to go okay. 
God's plan for me is never to have to suffer. Sorry to tell you that's not God's plan. (laughs) Again, as you read through scripture with us together this coming year, you're going to see God's people, they do suffer. Jesus even says it at one point. He says, in this world, you will have trouble. There are going to be hardships and struggles and conflict and strife. That's part of, part of the deal. God's plan for you, even in the midst of the struggle, though, is one for welfare, for good, for growth, for hope. So if maybe God is speaking, it's going to line up with God's plan. It is for good, for your good, and for the good of God's world. Another question you can ask, if you think you might be hearing God, or you you wonder, a way to discern it is, does what I'm hearing line up with God's priorities? Jesus made it pretty clear what God's priorities are. He said there's two of them. Two most most important things to God, that you would love the Lord your God with your whole heart, soul, mind, and strength, and that you would love your neighbor as yourself. So, again, if something is stirring in you, leading you, pushing you in a certain direction, you can ask yourself, is whatever this is, is it going to lead me to do more of those two things? Is it going to lead me to love God more? Is it going to lead me to love my neighbor more? The answer is yes. Yes. It could be God. One final and really important way to discern God's voice is to ask, does what I am hearing line up with God's person? Which is to say, does what God is telling me lead me closer to Jesus? Is Jesus. Well, Jesus is the clearest example we have of who God is and what God is up to in the world. So if God is indeed speaking, what we hear from God It's going to lead us to know Jesus more. It's going to lead us to love Jesus more. It's going to lead us to speak and act and behave in ways in the world that show Jesus more. You are invited to listen for, choose to believe, and follow the voice of God. So how do we do that? Well, frankly, I think it's a whole lot simpler than a lot of us make it. If you sense that what you hear is God speaking, if you choose to believe that it is indeed God, then what you do is you follow. You do the thing that you sense God is leading you to do. And so to get really practical, to show you what that looks like, what happens when you listen for, choose to believe, and follow the voice of God, Well, I've asked my friend Karen Van Eyten to come and share a story from her life when she did that very thing. So I'll invite Karen up now. If you've been around Knox for any length of time, you've come to expect hearing star stories on this Epiphany Sunday and how a single word has put focus on someone's faith journey over the past year. You may have read Peg Fultz's heartfelt account in an email of her word last year, invite. My story isn't actually a star story, but it is a God story. Have you ever felt God was speaking to you? A nudge, a prompting? Have you ever felt 
that you were in just the right place at just the right time for something really special? I have, and here's my story. As you know, during Advent, Becca and Dave preached a sermon series on well-known Christmas carols. As a longtime choir member, former elementary school music teacher, and a lifelong singer, this was right up my alley. I believe it was week three when Becca's sermon was based on the carol, A Little Town of Bethlehem. Now, as we've gotten to know them, we've come to expect Becca and Dave frequently have three points in their sermons. That week, there was just one. If you want to find Christmas, you've got to go to Bethlehem. Bethlehem can be anywhere. Ask God to show you where to go. In that sermon, Becca went on to share the story of she and Dave taking little six-month-old Eleanor caroling to a nursing home. Dave had his trusty guitar in hand, and I'm sure they had rehearsed the carols that they were going to sing. But the high point for one elderly woman was Eleanor, the baby. In those moments, watching the woman hold their dear child, Dave and Becca found Christmas. They found their Bethlehem. They found Jesus in that woman's fascination with their baby. Go to Bethlehem, Becca said. So I got to thinking, in all my years here at Knox, and there are a lot of them, I've never been caroling. What? Wait, I love to sing, choir, I love especially to sing Christmas carols, and I've never gone caroling. Anna suggested it at a choir rehearsal, so I signed up. I had a vague idea of where we'd be going, and I heard our last stop was at Arbor Terrace, where a longtime fellow choir member and handbell ringer was residing. It was bitter cold that Sunday, and I considered staying home by my fireplace and reading a book, but I had signed up. So I put on three layers of clothing, heavy socks, boots, a headband, a scarf, and my down coat, and met at Knox with about 30 other brave and bundled singers. As we traveled along West Street on the north side of the town to our first destination, I quickly realized where we were going. You see, I recognized the house immediately because I'd been in a Bible study with this woman for about 10 years. Only recently, because of her ALS, she has been unable to even join us on Zoom. God, you knew we were going here, didn't you? What a blessing it was to see her in person for the first time in three years. After caroling at several other homes, we made our way to Arbor Terrace. Oh, indoors, where it was warm. As the attendants gathered the guests, I saw her over to my left, her husband's loving hand on her shoulder. She didn't look all that different than three years ago. You can't always see dementia. As we sang, I watched her so engaged, remembering every word, remembering every verse, remembering every tune, singing along quietly. I got choked up. This is my Bethlehem, I thought. 
Jesus is here for me. For her, I don't know. For her husband, I believe so. Becca challenged us to ask God to show us where to go. God led me that freezing Sunday afternoon to Christmas, to my Bethlehem, to Christ. That would be the last time I saw my friend. You see, she found Jesus last Sunday. She went home to be with him forever. Did you go to Bethlehem? Did you find Christmas? I hope so. If not, you can still go. Jesus is there waiting for you. Dang, I've read that story. She wrote and she wrote it. I heard it the last service and it gets me still. Because it's true. Because that's what happens when we really listen and choose to believe and follow the voice of God. Beautiful stories like that happen again and again and again and again. That's what this Star Sunday is meant to lead us to do. And in a little bit, you're going to get your star. I know that's what a lot of us are here for and excited for. And when you get it, some of you know, but as a reminder, on one side is a word from Scripture. A word that you find often in the Bible. And so we felt it important and necessary to, to pair this Sunday with the launch of this series because, hey, you know, one thing you could do is as you get your trusty Bible, get your star and stick it in there. You maybe use it as a bookmark and see how and where and in what ways that word shows up in the Bible and what scripture can speak to you through it. On the other side is a Knox member. Maybe somebody you know, it may not. But again, an invitation here is to listen for the voice of God through other Christ followers. And so if you don't know your person, maybe get to know them, find a way to reach out. And you can pray for them. Whether you know what they need prayer for or not, you can pray. And think, maybe, maybe over the course of this year, God has a word for you through that person or maybe to them through you. I'll close with a quote from my friend Gary. Gary Alloway has been a good friend of me and Dave since we met him our first year of seminary, almost 20 years now. And I'll tell you, this quote is one that I've carried with me, and Gary doesn't remember saying it. I told him a couple years ago. I was like, remember that time? He was like, no, I don't. But now you'll know. I remember him telling me one day just about this idea of kind of hearing from God. And he said, you know, in my life, I, I sense that when I, when I listen when I choose to believe and when I actually follow, when I say yes to those promptings from God, I notice I start hearing God more. God's voice becomes more, more clear. But the opposite is also true, he said. You know, when I don't listen or, or choose not to believe or just even if I kind of sense it's God, but I'm like, ah, I'm busy, I'm gonna, uh, and it just kind of whatever reason I say no, I stop hearing God as much. It gets quieter. So my prayer 
for us here at Knox in this coming year is that God's voice would be really easy for us to hear. That God's voice would be clear because we are listening for, choosing to believe, and we are following the voice of God. Amen. Thanks for listening. For more information on how to get connected here at Knox, please visit knoxprez.org.